Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so FBI whistleblower leaks domestic terrorism symbols, guides, militia, violent extremists, all kinds of stuff's going on there. So let's talk about this. So Project Project Veritas released a leaked document provided by an FBI whistleblower, which shows how the Bureau classifies American citizens it deems to be potentially militia violent extremists. In the document, the FBI cites symbols, images, phrases, events, and individuals that agents should look out for when identifying alleged domestic terrorists. I'm concerned. You should be concerned. Man, so you tell me the the flag that we display on our show. For our show. The, the FBI thinks that we're extremists, man. So I'm on the they list. They think we're terrorizers. I'm on the list. I'm, the flag for our radio show. The flag for the radio show. Yeah. yeah. Because we use that flag for the radio show, it's, uh, which is a symbolism of Texas, mm-hmm. which is Texas history. Because we use that flag. I'm on the list. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm black. I can't be on the list. <laughs> yeah, you can. I can't be a domestic terrorist. No, no, no. Is, no. That, is that true? I was dragged here. That's true, Gary. I, unwilling. Apparently not. I think you're a black white supremacist, Michael. <laughs> a black, <laughs> a black white supremacist. <laughs> you're like that guy from the Chappelle show. You remember that skit yes. Chappelle did? Ooh, words that cannot be said. <laughs> we'll say that for the break. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's talk about this. Zach, you know you know a whole bunch about this. So what's going on? Project Veritas released a leaked document provided by an FBI whistleblower. What's going on here, Zach? Well, yeah. Uh, what we do know is uh, basically these two sheets uh, and a memorandum. They were passed out within the FBI internally. Uh, 
basically it's called the Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide. Mm. And it shows, you know, all these common symbols. Uh, even just saying 2A mm. is included yeah. in the symbols for militia it's violent that, extremism. So all conservatives who support the CUA are all considered extremists. Yeah. The Punisher skull is in there. If I'm a Democrat and I support 2A, I'm an extremist. You know that you know that yeah. line that's on your your gun? Molan Labe? No. Is that oh, on? Oh man. That's on there. Oh. Mm. I'm an ex- I'm on the list. There's a lot of stuff on there, though. I'm concerned. It's very broad, and uh, you can. It, it's it's they're they're weaponizing this so that they can pretty much label whoever they want a domestic. Well, it's terrorist. broad, but it's pretty targeted at people who you know. Now let me tell you, folks, that you got to put all this stuff together because you know just think about the big picture here. So remember when we told you last weekend that starting on September 26. That when you walk into a gun store, if you get delayed from that transaction or you're denied in that transaction, you report it to the FBI and to local law enforcement starting September 26, unless you have your license to carry handgun. So if I'm on the list, I can get delayed in that firearm being transferred to me. If I'm delayed, all my information is sent to the FBI and to local law enforcement. So what I'm wondering is, can can someone get delayed or denied on the on their background check because they have you know maybe social media pictures with the come and take it flag or with the Gadsden flag or they said Milan Labe on a on a post on Facebook? Is that possible? In the future, possibly. <laughs> in, the, in the future, the way Michael, that it's going. So so in it, order for you to get denied. Delayed is a whole nother thing, but denials, you have to have been, you, you have to say, for one, the gun's not yours. It, you're not the actual buyer of the firearm. You're going to be uh, denied. Uh, if you if you are uh, charged or convicted of a felony, you'll be denied. If you are fugitive from justice, you'll be denied. If you are unlawful user of addicted to an controlled substance, keep this in mind. Right now, they may not be looking at it, but coming very soon to a federal agency near you, if you get a medical marijuana card in a state where marijuana is legal, you get that card, that prescription, you can be denied Denied. from purchasing So, So with the the next denial, let's say you had a medical marijuana card. You get denied. You get reported to the FBI. The FBI looks into you. They see that you have a come and take it flag. Boom. You're a domestic. You're on a domestic terrorism list. (laughs) F-A-F-O. I'm just saying that's that's the that's the uh, the stepping stone here. That's what they're attempting to do. Well, they're trying to change uh, vernacular. You know? mm. They're trying to change definitions. Words. It's that's what yeah. happened in 1984. This is all a, very Orwellian. I'm not a conspiracist. You know. Okay. The I'm, first step is to to make people who you know like freedom and guns make them the make enemy. Make them the uh, militia violent extremists. Right. right? And mm-hmm. then you know. Sometime in the future, I could see the proposition of some sort of legislation that says we can't allow militia violent extremists to have guns. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's we can't allow that's... people who are mentally defective, right, or violent extremists. And for all those people that refuse to get the shot, you know, the uh, the unvaxed, the yeah, the, the unclean, the unvaxed who were discharged from the military. 
if you were disarmably discharged from the military, that will bar you for life from ever purchasing a firearm. For life. Well, I mean, like I said, it seems like the combination of the Nick's Denial Notification Act, this leaked document from the FBI, and just the uh, disposition of federal agencies towards, uh, you know, these air quotes, militia groups or whatever they're calling uh, Mm -hmm. the the 2A, people that support 2A, the combination of all those things seems to me, it's not, it, it is a conspiracy, not in the... Not in the Alex Jones way, but in the way that it's, it's these people are conspiring to limit the rights of a certain group of people. If you are subject to a court order uh, or restraining order uh, where you from harassing, stalking or threatening a child or an intimate partner or a child of such partner, you would bar you will be barred for life from purchasing a firearm. If you were convicted in any court of a misdemeanor crime of domestic violence. Uh, or you have or have ever been a member of the military and been convicted of a crime that included as an element the use of force against a person identified in the instructions as a a partner, you know, or, you know, a spouse, then you will be barred for life from purchasing a firearm. Have you ever renounced your citizenship? Are you an illegal alien? These things that will bar you for life from purchasing a firearm from a gun store, leasing to become legal. Legal. All right, so you just got to read read the form, you know, just read those questions in the form, answer those questions honestly, and I'm telling you, it's better that you get your lights to carry handgun. We come back from the break. We're going to continue to talk about this, and we got some other stories for you. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Chloe on the War, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. So, you know what? Let's go to North Carolina. 
North Carolina school district has said, guess what they're saying, Gary? They're saying, hey, let's equip every school with an AR-15 rifle in an attempt to ward off mass shootings. Let me tell you, I have a dream. I have a dream that one day every school in this country will have a an AR-15 uh, at the front entrance. I have a dream, folks. I'm telling you right now. I have a dream <laughs> that every school. MLK carried a gun. Gonna get you for that. I know. I know. I know. But I still have I, I still <laughs> have a dream. I guess we should just I guess we should just give in our guns then. No, thank you. <laughs> Not today, huh? huh. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So, yeah, what's going on in North Carolina? They're trying to give uh, every school an AR? A North Carolina school system has given AR-15 rifles to every school in an effort to protect kids against mass shooters, according to their report uh, from right. the Asheville Citizen Times. Uh, we were able, according to them, we were able to put an AR-15 rifle and safe in all of our schools in the country. I'm sorry, in the county. I'm sorry, the county. Madison County Sheriff Buddy Harwood said this to the press. We've also got breaching tools to go into these uh, those safes, and we've got extra magazines with ammo in those safes as well. There are six elementary schools. Uh, six elementary, middle, and high schools were given a rifle, ammo, and a safe. The guns were added to the schools following the de- devastating school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, in May. And police said the gunman killed 19 children and two adults in the shooting. Uh, those officers were in that building for so long, and that suspect was able to infiltrate that building and injure and kill so many kids, according to the, the police chief there. I just want to make sure that my deputies are prepared in the event that happens. So as long as we're not complacent, we lock those doors, we secure the doors, yeah, the plan will work. It will work, definitely work. You know, and, you know, when I, I remember when I grew up and I was in, in like elementary school, middle school, high school, you know, we practiced like we had like drills, you know, where you have like uh, earthquake drills or, or, you know, it was like a, man, what was it? Like in case a bomb drop from Russia or something like that, you, you always had these little drills that you practice. And right. now they, they've shifted the gears a little bit. Now we're, you know, having drills for shootings. It was all, there's always something. There's always something going on that you're practicing in school. You know, at that time, that's what it was. You know, it was like, man, you know, Russia's going to drop a bomb on us. We need to prepare. Everyone gets to the hallway to the bomb shelter. Yeah, I remember my parents talking about nuke drills. Yeah. Right? That's. I mean, that's what it was. They you know? tell you to go just hide under your desk if a nuke is about to fall. Yeah. So, you know, just one of those things. Uh, so they're preparing, you know, in the, in this county, in, in the Carolinas here, and I, you know, I, I my hat goes off to them. Uh, we need to do something to protect the babies, um, definitely. You know, because you can't stop a crazy person who's determined to use whatever tool in his arsenal, his or her arsenal, to commit a crime. They can use a car. They can use whatever tool. They can, you know, you have you can have kids at the play on the playground in the elementary school, and they can steal a car and use that vehicle to run over those kids. Right. You know, in the pl- on the playground. So with with stories like this, this is when I really wish. That we had somebody with the dissenting viewpoint to try to poke a hole in this because right. I'm I I usually play devil's advocate here, but I think it's really hard to I mean if school shootings are a big problem like like they you know the media says they are and and people want to actually stop them then having an AR-15 and a and a properly trained security guard or or whatever would be 
a solution to it that I see very it would be very difficult for someone to argue against that. Well, Gary, I'll go ahead and step okay. in and play cool. devil's Perfect. advocate. Thank you. Ding, ding, say, here we go. All right. I'll just say, Gary, you know, we have a finite amount of resources and people, and we would be better off uh, hiring 87,000 oh, IRS get agents out of here. instead. I will throw up. Because we need to collect more taxes oh. from the middle class. Dude. Okay? Did you see that there... Wait, wait, wait. Hypocrisy at its finest. You know what? They probably... Somebody probably would make that argument. And the most ridiculous part is that they would say, we don't want to arm... Uh, teachers in schools, but we want to arm the IRS agents. Mm -hmm. They're training them. There's footage of them uh, doing a, a like a home invasion. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. We went from people arguing about no-knock warrants and stopping doing that to, oh, wait, we'll have the IRS do that now. I mean, what is going on? Mm. That's what? insane. You me, you're not going to have your, your taxes are going to be raised, not cut. <laughs> <laughs> not going to be raised, not cut. <laughs> okay, anyway. Well, Anyways, the IRS is going to be doing home invasions, and our kids will still be getting shot because our president is completely inept. Yeah, and their job description, uh, it states that they need to be ready to carry a gun, use, and deadly, use deadly force, force if, necessary. if necessary. To Yeah, this is, this is definitely, uh, we're back in 1776 here. Yeah, mm. and so, you know, we could have hired 87,000 people to Protect schools, kids in schools, but, right. you know, priorities. Right. Yeah. Pop was a bad dude. Yeah. Well, you know what? If if we're talking priorities here, it seems that the the Democratic Party and probably a large number of the Republicans as well, their priority seems to be tax dollars and not children's lives. That's a bunch of malarkey. Okay. So now for this next story, I'm going to tell you to go to the YouTube page, go to our Facebook, click on the link, uh, go to wherever we post our show. <laughs> and you have to <laughs> wherever that is Where? wherever that is it's a bunch of malarkey a go to youtube uh youtube.com slash come and talk it sub the channel click the notification bell so you get notified when we go live and like the video chat into the video we'll answer your questions when we're live on air see gary knows because I, I just work here i'm the external producer of the show <laughs> that's right i don't know i have to know what's going i have on. dementia i'm just <laughs> i forget i'm telling you so there's a video that shows naked a naked florida insurance agent toss victim from a car shooter in the head i'm telling you there's a video of this shows a yeah. a florida insurance agent Tosses a victim from a car and then shoot her in the head. Imagine that. You can't trust your insurance agent. <laughs> your insurance agent. You know what? There was another There was another thing. Uh, there was a Florida man with a, that was naked with a machete tried to rob somebody of their clothes. Mm. If you go further down on the dock, what, uh, the, the one labeled machete man. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. So the, Florida man. So the footage naked allegedly shows a fully nude 43-year-old Ron Donaldson, a military veteran. Oh, Lord. Why has he got to be a military veteran? who worked as a field trainer with Banker's Life, shoving Wendy Daniel, 25, out of his vehicle and into a fence before he's shooting her. God. He was like, you know what? I've had it with you. That's terrible. We're not giving you insurance. <laughs> you got on my nerves, and I'm sending you to Jesus. <laughs> this is unreal. Well, So what was the – did they find the motive there? Was this guy – I think he was, like, released on bail for multiple rapes before, too. Like, this guy was just a bad dude who should have been in jail, but the – Justice system didn't work properly. They don't even. They don't even think you're stupid. They know you're stupid. I know. <laughs> they don't. Th they don't think you're stupid. They know you're stupid. Now, but imagine you pay, you owed forty seven cents in uh, in taxes, 
Mm. You're going to jail for 10 years. Yeah, they're going to get you. You're gonna, the whole in out, in out is what's going to happen. All right, so <laughs> Daniel can be seen slumping over as Donaldson, a suspect in at least five rapes in the Miami area, leaves the scene according yep. to local, uh, local news there. Uh, according to Tiffany Williams, I hope that man that killed her dies and goes to hell. Well, he didn't have to do my daughter or no other girl like uh, he has done in the past. And I hope he gets con- uh, consecutive life sentences, and I hope he dies. Dies. Yeah, I like this lady. She said I what she had to someone say. someone kills him. Wow. Good, yeah. They, the state should have killed him. Wow. Five, five rape accusations. But if proven guilty with those combined with shooting a, a woman in the head, this dude should be, they should hang him or, or shoot it. That's shooting squad or whatever. But it's Florida. You expect stuff like that. I expect stuff like that out of Florida. Miami, <laughs> I expect something like that from Miami. Because they just can't control themselves. <laughs> it's Miami. Sorry. Uh, so this dude, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the motive is. What's the motive? I think he's a psychopath rapist uh, who was trying to rape this woman and, and Something I, went. I think Ari. it was the vaccine. <laughs> That's good. We're gonna get tagged for that one uh-huh. because I represent science. Well, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> he had he had the two shot. <laughs> You're a stupid son of a bitch. Okay, uh, we can say that, Mister. We're allowed Mr. to say that, Mister. Casey, President. can we say that? No, no. We can say the B word. No. No. Oh, Mr. My, my vernacular just was widely expanded. Mr. President. <laughs> Mr. President, behave yourself. All right, so um, we're... <laughs> man, this guy is facing homicide charges and was held without bond on Thursday. So look up the... Click the Machete Man one, too, the now mach- that we're talking about naked Florida men. This, this one's... Well, I guess we got to do uh, Yeah, we'll come back from the break. We'll take a look at that. Did you, did you play the video? Yeah, good. I hope you guys saw the video. You got to go to our Facebook, our YouTube page and take a look at that video. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Sad. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it during the break. We come back. We're going to talk about, what's that story? The machete man. This this guy, this naked man tried to rob somebody for clothing in uh, Florida. Oh. He had a machete. I'm, it's Florida. I know. That's what I, was, that's what I said yeah, earlier. Yeah, Florida man. It's always a Florida man. I'm a Florida man. You definitely are. That's right. Come across me and find out what happens to you. Might get body slammed yeah. in the parking lot. <laughs> this Wait is Michael me. Cargill, and you <laughs> listen to Come and Talking. Peace. This is Maj Toure. You're listening to Come and Talking Radio with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right. Now, once again, you got to go to YouTube to see this one. So, a naked machete-wielding Florida man tries to rob a victim of their clothing. Okay? This dude, this this is a big old muscular dude, and he's strapping naked, and he's got a, he's got a machete. You got to see the video. Because they have the helicopter, the the either a news copter or police helicopter circling the area, and this guy is like straight up naked in South Florida. Well, Volusia County. Why would you do that? Don't know. Don't know. So a naked Florida felon armed with a machete was arrested Monday after demanding a man's clothes at knife point, according to the Volusia County Sheriff's Office. The victim told deputies that Brandon Wright suddenly came running out of the bushes where he was picking berries. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't read that part. I can't even do this with a straight face. <laughs> picking berries and told him to hand over his garments, wallet, and phone around 10 a.m. in the morning. Now, what in the world? On mo- Monday at 10 o'clock in the morning, that would shock me. Okay. As he began complying, Wright suddenly hurled the machete at him along with a handful of palmetto berries. I'm telling you. Those are good berries. Are they? Yeah. Really? You had some? Yeah. You're lying to me. What the hell have we gotten into here? Okay. So the weapon bounced off the victim's chest, and he avoided injury. Amazingly. He's a Florida man, too. That's right. And still knew. Wait, 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 wait. The berries or the machete bounced off his chest? The weapon bounced off the victim's chest. The weapon. The machete. This was it made of Play-Doh? Don't know. Don't know. That I didn't sense. ask. I'm just reading the story. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just asking. Still questions. nude, Wright sprinted off and hopped into his white Dodge Challenger and fled to the scene. Soon after, pa- uh, patrons of nearby gas station told police that Wright had pulled up next to a pump and exited his vehicle. A police helicopter tracked Wright down and relayed his activities to a dispatcher. Let me tell you, this is 
Into I'm it. watching this video and <laughs> Kyle said he looks like Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's big. And he does. He's a big dude. He's huge. Huge. Cut. Well, with a machete. completely he, naked. Completely naked. With, with some sunglasses, shades. He He's, had shades on. He had shades. Was it? It was bright day. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Look, I I come prepared." He he, <laughs> he came prepared. Kyle said. <laughs> I need your clothes, your boots, and your bath salts. <laughs> he's, the 911 caller said he's doing push-ups at the entrance of the food store here. <laughs> Y'all need to come get this food. As, as deputies approach Wright, lay down next to his car and surrender without incident. The sheriff's office said Wright had prior convictions of kidnapping, gun possession by a felon, Battery on, on a law enforcement officer, cocaine possession, and resisting arrest. He remains in custody without bond even today. Because let me tell you, you can't let this man. <laughs> you can't let this nutcase out. I'm telling you, boy. Oh, my goodness. We're surrounded by crazies. <laughs> We're surrounded by crazies, y'all. I'm telling you. This is insane. That's no joke. It really is not. You know, and Austin, man, Austin is even worse. It think can so? be, yeah. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, especially if you're on South Congress. It's, yeah, <laughs> especially if you're eating dinner. Especially if you're eating dinner on a on nice South, Sunday evening. On a nice Sunday <laughs> evening in South Congress, let me tell you, minding your own business, trying to you know just talking about you know relieving yourself about what happened earlier in the day. You know, maybe you had a a radio show or something like that, and you're doing a debrief. You know, with your you know with your team. You know, and just you know enjoying libations. Libations. You know? Yeah. And, and, Maybe a maybe a crazy person comes up and maybe they're carrying around a little bit of that uh that the, the steel wool steel wool. Yeah, yeah yeah I forgot about that part. What yeah. do you mean? This yeah. is hypothetical. Oh, that's right. You're right. That's right. This hypothetical. Didn't okay. Allegedly. That's right. Allegedly. And allegedly they pull out a six inch knife. And allegedly. allegedly a guy in a red shirt allegedly body slams him in the middle of the road. Allegedly, <laughs> you know. So you know, there's no proof to this. <laughs> Not anymore. Did you see the video? <laughs> <laughs> There's no proof of that. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Well, yeah, this is all hypothetical. Hypothetical. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Allegedly. So, yeah, pulls out a knife. You know, starts throwing rocks. You forgot that part. Mm-hmm. They threw rocks. Yep. <laughs> Spitting on oh, cars. Spit. Oh yeah, that's right. He was like, "Which car right. is yours? Where's your vehicle? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, what do you say? I'm gonna do something to your vehicle. My vehicle's that white one over there. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I got in my truck and I said, "Bye bye." <laughs> I like these. I like my tires. I was, I was thinking he was gonna start. You can, tires. you can lie to crazies. <laughs> that's right. Allegedly, this is all allegedly. We don't know what you guys are talking about. We don't know what happened. I'm just, we're just saying, we're, I don't know what we're saying right now. I have no idea. I have no idea what we we're talking about. We got sidetracked. Yeah, we totally got sidetracked. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so moving on. All right, so <laughs> the next story. Oh, man. Uh, we got to talk about, God, what is it? Uh, Arizona? Austin. Austin. Which one are you? Which one are you referring oh, to? Oh, Ari- no, Arizona. The Arizona. in Austin. Hold on. Arizona police tasered two parents as they were trying to enter a lockdown school. Let's talk about that one. That's That seems like a good one. I didn't even see this story. So let me take a look at this real quick. Someone sent this to me. All right. So uh, over in Arizona. So police fired a stun gun at two Arizona parents as they tried to force their way into a school that police had locked down after an armed man was seen trying to get on campus. The parents were arrested along with one other, as they tried to get to their children to protect them, 
according to the authorities. Officers said that in Phoenix suburb, suburb of, of El Mirage used a taser stun gun to stop two of them as they tried to help a man whose own handgun fell to the ground while he was being taken into custody. It came nearly three months after hundreds of law enforcement officers in the small Texas city of Uvalde failed to act for more than an hour as a gunman killed two teachers and 19 students. Uh, no shots were fired in the incident at Thompson Ranch Elementary School. Uh, the school was not breached and no one was hurt other than a woman taken to a hospital with a stun gun injuries from officers who say they were trying to stop her from attacking them. By the time the confrontation with the parents began, police had already confirmed that there was no longer a threat, had removed a suspicious package, and were planning to begin reuniting parents with children, according to the uh, El Mirage Police Department. Man, and I, I'm going to, you know, the, you know what? You're going to see this all around the country. You know, because of what happened in Uvalde, I think pe parents, their patients are going to be wearing thin, and they're not going to wait for law enforcement, you know, they're they're law enforcement going to have to they're going to have to change gears a little bit. They're going to have to come out with uh, statements. They're going to say, "Hey, you know, here's the story. The person you know, of interest is in custody. Situations under control. Stand by. We're getting everyone out. We're just debriefing. You know, making sure uh, we're patching everyone up, and you can meet them at this building over here or this facility over here. Uh, they're going to have to do a better job of communicating with the, you know, with the public because you know people are just not going to wait." they're not going to wait for their kids, you know, to find out their kids have been shot or injured. You know, they need answers. They need them right away. So Uvalde's going to, they're going to have to change gears because of Uvalde. What do you guys think? I think the best solution I've heard is the AR-15 thing. <laughs> get rid of those IRS agents. Use that money to get the AR-15s into the schools. You know, we want the right person bringing an AR-15 into a school. You know what I mean? Right. Seriously. Uh, but that's, I think it's as simple as that. Uh, the police are unreliable, man. I've, I've, had, I've obviously dealt with the police on a, in a number of situations in you my have, life. On the right side and the wrong side. You have. And almost, they've almost never been they're nice. that useful. Uh, the Austin police are actually, I will say, they're, they're the outlier. The Austin police are great. And DPS, DPS if troopers you see are me, actually. If you see me out there and you think I'm getting in trouble with Austin police, please uh, cut me some slack. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and DPS troopers are actually very professional and polite, too. They have really high, like, rigorous standards they have to meet, they do. don't they? Yeah, very. very I've just, never really dealt with them. Yeah, they're very professional. I've dealt with the Austin police, and they actually are pretty nice, I will say. They're, I think they do a better job than any other police department yeah, I've dealt like, with. Oh, yeah, which isn't that many, but but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah and I think, I think, you know, the Austin has actually changed gears a lot on the current leadership. You know, they become, you know, very professional. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think they become very professional. Who's the police chief now? It's not manly anymore. Um, no, is it? no, no, no. It's a uh, Chacon. Chacon. Yeah, I, I hate. Hey, wait. I hate the way he says he says his own name. He doesn't say Chacon. He actually says it a little. Chacon. Yeah, something, something really like weird. Yeah, but it's Chacon. Well, we know so what your name is. Chief is Sherman. Your parents told you your name. Pronounce your name wrong. <laughs> Don't call me. Don't write me. Don't, Don't at me. Don't send me any emails. By the way, I was actually at the Austin Police Association. Um, building last night. Where, oh, yeah? Who were you over there with? Uh, they were honoring the police officers who responded to the scene during the mass shooting down on 6th Street. So, Which yeah, one? And, and I was, it was the mass shooting that happened a year ago where... Oh, the one rally thing? Yeah, one person died and several people were injured. 
Um, and it was it, just reading, listening to the narrative as they, you know, read, you know, the citations, you know, for why the officers officers were actually being honored uh, was actually it, it almost brought me to tears. You know, the fact that, you know, they had to, you know, uh, patch these people up. They had to be the first, you know, the first responders as far as paramedics uh, on the scene and get them into vehicles like their patrol vehicles and drive right, them to right, the hospital, right. uh, you know, because the paramedics could not get through. They didn't have enough ambulance ambulances that actually on the scene to get through. So the officers had to transport these people and then in the vehicle with the people and then multiple people were in, you know, in one ambulance, you know, trying to get them to the emergency room was just, it was like a mass casualty event. And then some of the people weren't, weren't compliant, you know, weren't cooperating, you know, like one guy was like so upset the fact that he got shot. He was angry at the fact that he got shot. They're like, dude, chill. We're trying to patch you up, get you to the hospital so we can get you better. And he was busy trying, you know, upset and wanted to find the person that actually shot him. Like, dude, you're going to die because you're going to bleed out. You need to sit down, chill, and let us bandage you and get you to the hospital. So they had to, you know, it, they, the police were actually dealing with quite a bit. Uh, and, and, you know, and they actually did a wonderful job, you know, a lot going on. You know, running to the scene, going, you know, running toward danger. Everyone's running away from that danger. That guy watched too many movies, man. Which one? The guy that got mad. I'm going to go find him. I yeah. got shot. I'm going to go find him. <laughs> you watch too many movies, dude. That's not how it works. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I know. It's crazy. We come back from the break. I do want to talk about this. There's this one case out of Austin where, um, man, I, I, we'll, we'll the OnlyFans model. No, there's an OnlyFans model. Yeah, we got to talk about that one for sure. What? Very similar situation to the girl that uh, shot and killed that cyclist. Male or female? Female. OnlyFans model. OnlyFans, okay. Killed her boyfriend with a knife. No way. On OnlyFans? Like live? No, 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 no. No? Wow. Well, Off that's, air. That's no fun if it wasn't live on video. There's well, I don't think it's funny video. Yeah, they got in a fight, but that wasn't when she killed him. Oh, that wasn't when. Yeah. All right. We come, well, okay. We'll talk about OnlyFans when we come back. Uh, we like OnlyFans. A lot of people have OnlyFans accounts, you know, post-COVID, right? Uh, look, man, pretty I, much every girl under the age of 26 has an OnlyFans account. Now. You're psycho. I've I've never had an OnlyFans account. I don't no, have, every girl. I don't, you're you're, I've never you're logged, a man. I've never logged into OnlyFans at all. So you're just, I'm a man. You're, just <laughs> you're just nasty. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about this and more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hi, this is Stephen Wolford, the Barefoot Defender. I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we I want to talk about God, what was it? Oh, Austin, Texas. That's we were right. just talking about the Austin's OnlyFans model that stabbed her boyfriend. What story is that, Gary? Gary Uh-oh, knows all about there that. There it is, What's Gary. Up? I see it. The Austin OnlyFans model. Yeah, I, I have the I have the chat up, so I can't look at the actual that story. Stabbed. Uh, okay. It was a girl from Austin stabbed her boyfriend to death. Um, okay, I got it. But I don't think it happened in Austin. She was just Hawaii from here. But she's Hawaii. From, but she's from Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. Cray, cray. Yeah, OnlyFans capital of the country. That's right. That's right. An OnlyFans Instagram model from Austin, Texas, who reportedly stabbed her boyfriend to death in Florida. She's a combination of an Austin girl, Florida girl. Oh, yeah, I thought you said it was Hawaii. Who said Hawaii? Well, that's where it happened. He was from Florida. She was from Austin, but it happened in Hawaii. Oh, okay. So we got. Yeah, it's a cuckoo. Yeah. Cuckoo. So Courtney, he should have known her name was Courtney. All Courtney's are crazy. Don't call me. (laughs) Don't send me any messages. No emails. Don't hate me. Any girl with an OnlyFans is is already above the average of the crazy girl. Courtney, who is Courtney Cleaney, also known as Courtney Taylor, she don't know what her last name is, was arrested on Wednesday in Hawaii. Uh, she she is charged with second-degree murder in an April 3rd stabbing of 27-year-old Christian Toby. And he was a big dude, big black dude. Was he really? She must have got him when he was, like, asleep or something. Yeah, boy, she owned him. The Miami Police Department described um, Toby. <laughs> did you see the video of her? Name, why has his name got to be Toby? Did you see the video of her attacking him and grabbing him by his braids in the elevator? Who named this guy Toby? Did you though? see that? But really, hold on, Toby. I don't know what that means. That's you why know. I ignored it. <laughs> it goes back to roots. Toby, Kuten Kente, Toby. <laughs> okay, go, Lord. Okay, my <laughs> what? Me, you just dated yourself. Oh right. my goodness. What What I was saying was, did you see the the footage of the elevator fight they got in? No, it's, she, it's, dude. It was like the reverse of that. Remember that football player that knocked his girlfriend out in the elevator? Yeah, yeah. It was like the inverse of that. Really? Like she just like she starts punching the elevator. And then he comes in. She starts slapping him. She yeah. grabs him by his his braids, nice. and then uh, she did, obviously a very abusive woman. Yeah. Um, Remember a while back we had that young the lady that was in the studio, and we were talking about um, uh, women being assaulted, and we had someone that had been assaulted here on the show inside the studio, and then we talking about we were talking about how it happens to men also. Yeah, and and it, it's under underreported because men typically don't report when they're being beat by, you know, a, a female a or something. Or, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, right. Men don't report rapes either. Right, and so uh, she was like, "Shit!" Remember <laughs> she said that? She, well, yeah, that's because that. women are crazy, and this this lady's like, you know, do tell Gary. Well, this this OnlyFans girl, she seems like she. Could probably be labeled like a crazy Are all women bitch. crazy, Gary? Tell us. <laughs> Got it in there. You see what I did there? All women gray, crazy, Gary? Tell us yes. how you feel. They're all the same. They're all the same. Okay. Yeah, you heard it here 
Right. Not first. I mean, guys have been saying that forever. <laughs> it's the Is truth, it man. Stupid or something. <laughs> There's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What? I mean. Oh, I guess you're not really familiar with the female type. Thing. <laughs> 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 Moving on. So ap- apparently, uh, uh, this young lady attacked was attacked attacked and choked. Well, let's see. Osamli attacked her and choked her that evening. So he's saying that Toby. <laughs> I'm going to say Toby. Toby attacked her and choked her that evening. Courtney had no choice uh, but, but to meet, had no choice but to meet force with force, according to a statement that was given to the news. Further, we were disappointed that the state attorney sought an arrest warrant in this matter. We have cooperated with the investigation from the beginning with both of state and city of Miami Police Department. It's always in Miami. I told you people down in Miami are crazy. My, crazy. There's something in the water down there. I'm telling you. It's Miami. Yeah. They're, tur- they're, turning ev- they're turning everybody gay. Something in the water is what it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so uh, it happened in Miami, and yes. that was April 3rd. Uh-huh. And yeah, what were you talking about Hawaii? she was just arrested because she was in Hawaii, I guess, and then they let out the arrest warrant while she was in Hawaii, so she got arrested while she was in Hawaii. These people travel around a lot. So that's what happened. Okay. Thomas Harrison Look at her. said she, she looks crazy. Thomas Harrison said it best right here. He said, All females are crazy. Just settle for the level of craziness for you. <laughs> that's right. That's true. It is very that, true. That's very true. It's the hotness to craziness scale. Right. That's it, why I don't date any girl over an eight. Because hmm, that? that's that's you after that you the craziness <laughs> levels get all they, they get all crazier. Super crazy. Well, you know, the ladies that I've come in contact with are very... Like, this girl's like a nine and a half. She's oh, pretty hot. She's clearly insane. She murdered her boyfriend. They're great women, and the men just misunderstand them. That's what I see. Yeah, said from afar, Michael. <laughs> yeah, said from very afar. You're gay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> what? You, don't have, you can't have an opinion on this. this is moving sh- on. This is straight talk, okay? Over in Cincinnati... <laughs> Over in Cincinnati, FBI building was bombed in Cincinnati. What's going on with this, man? I, I was actually in a training course this week, by the way. I was um, up in Florence with the the uh, DPS, Department of Public Safety, the state police, uh, doing a training course where we were actually being certified to teach first responders, firefighters, and EMS, you know, you know, all first responders, whether you're – I mean, you could be – Someone who works for an electric company, you know, and, you know, respond to emer- tornadoes, emergencies and stuff like that. If you're a first responder, not a volunteer, but a first responder, then you and you're in a raw county, not Austin, not Dallas, not Houston, not El Paso, uh, a raw county. And there's a certain number that the city has to be that you're in. And also the county There's a certain number there. If you're in the raw county, you know then you can actually be certified as a first responder to carry a handgun while you're working as a paramedic and as an EMS. And the county can't prohibit you. So there's some bad things in this. So uh, one thing is you got to have at least a million dollars worth of insurance, you know, because um, this is not for law enforcement. That's right. Police officers can carry everywhere. Okay. Well, and then if they're sued, you don't see the police officer, you see the city of the county that they work for. Well, this first responder, if they're their first responder, they're you know full time. They're not a volunteer. They're a pad, paramedic or or EMS. They get certified. They have to have a million dollars worth of coverage. 
uh, they can carry just about everywhere that's prohibited. You know, um, everywhere that's in, if you're familiar with 46.03, 46.035, they can carry 46.02. They can carry it all those places that you normally cannot carry and that are prohibited, uh, that are controlled by the state, not federal, but state. Um, and so while they're working, you know, in their official capacity and the city, the county cannot prohibit them from carrying, but they got to have at least a million dollars worth of insurance in order to do this. And they can be certified uh, to carry while they're working as a paramedic and, 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 and also an EMS. And so the thing is, this is only for self-defense. So it's not normally, you know, and when you're carrying, you got your license to carry a handgun and someone's committing aggravated kidnapping, murder, sexual assault, aggravated sexual assault, robbery, aggravated robbery, you use force, the other force to stop them. Well, in this case here, for paramedics that are carrying under this, this certification here, this certificate, you can only do it for, you can only use the firearm for self-defense, whatever that means. And so um, you can't, if someone's trying to rob a store, you know, they're trying to, you know, do something like that. You can't use it then only for self-defense because you're a paramedic and your job first, you know, is to, to be there to preserve life. So this is mainly for the situation of like, let's say a lot of times the paramedics arrive at the scene first to uh, a particular situation and let's say it was domestic violence and the the other person has departed the scene paramedics show up to patch up you know the person and the police haven't you know haven't arrived on the scene yet let's say while the paramedics are there all of a sudden the you know the person uh, that did the beating on the spouse shows back up to the scene while the paramedics are there, and they tried to attack the paramedics. Well, in that situation there, the paramedics, paramedics were able to defend themselves by using self-defense. So that's what it's for. Yeah. Not, you know, they're not law enforcement. They're not there to, you know, prohibit crimes or anything of that nature. What do you guys think about that? I think that's a good thing. Yeah. They should do it with uh, urban departments. Yeah, they should. And I think, I think if it works out with the rural counties, I think this will eventually go to, you know, other areas. Yeah, they need that in the cities probably more than the rural areas. Yeah. When we come back um, on the top of the hour, I want to talk about the city of Austin because I heard something about the city of Austin, and we need to – we're going to have to go after them. Um, we have to get with the attorneys, and, and we need to lay into them really hard because I'm kind of disturbed, you know, with the city of Austin and what they're doing uh, with City Hall. Because there's a bill that passed on September 1st, 2021, that basically says that if, if there's an open meeting taking place, that open meeting, um, and you have a license to carry a handgun, then you should be able to carry into that building in the open or concealed while that open meeting is taking place. That's Austin City Council. But I'm hearing something, you know, coming, some rumblings coming from Austin City Hall. So now we're going to turn our, going to turn my sights onto the city of Austin once again because we beat them in court once and we're going to beat them in court again if they are trumpling over my rights. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talk It. That is not how we do things in the city of Austin.
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back, and let's talk about Austin, Texas. So Austin City Hall, what I'm hearing from employees that work at Austin City Hall, they're saying that you're not allowed to carry an Austin City Hall anymore. Austin, Texas, baby. That's right, because it's they have an office in there that is being utilized by a court, one of the courts, and they're considered a courthouse because of that one office. That's a problem. Because if you remember, back in 2018, when we won a case against the city of Austin, um, I actually you know, went to the AG's office and filed a complaint with the Texas Attorney General's office. And the Texas Attorney General filed a loss against the city of Austin uh, you know, with my complaint. We went to court, and the judge sided with me. They said, hey, Michael's right. Michael Cargill's correct. Uh, city of Austin, you have to allow gun owners to carry inside the building there. And so the Texas legislature, on September the 1st of 2021, a law went into effect that said, hey, even if there's an open meeting taking place, because back then in 2018, if there's an open meeting taking place, you couldn't carry in that open meeting or where the open meeting was happening. Well, so they came back and they said, OK, you know, well, now if there is an open meeting, you now can carry in an open meeting if you have a license to carry a handgun. You have to have a license in order to carry in an open meeting. You cannot do that under Texas constitutional carry law. If you do that under Texas constitutional carry law, that is considered a felony. So now I'm being told by employees at the city of Austin that they are prohibiting gun owners who have a license to carry a handgun from carrying during city council meetings because they're considering the building as a courthouse. And so we're going to find out about this. I'm going to challenge them on this. And if this is the case... This may take me three years, but we're going to take them to court. It was a lapse in judgment. All right, so we're going to find out if this is if this is what's happening. You know, I'm going to this time. I want to make sure that we. I want to make sure that they're fined the maximum amount that they can be fined. This time, I want to make sure that it's ten thousand five hundred dollars per day that they prohibit me from carrying. And I'm going to make sure that I go to Austin City Hall and document it every single day that they prohibit me from carrying. I want to make sure it's $10,500 per day every single one of my visits to that building until this case finally goes to court and heard by a judge. Whether it takes two years or three years, we're going to rack up that fine. If I have to go there every single day, 365 days throughout the year, 365 days per year times three years, $10,500 per day, we're going to rack us up to about $5 million. What do you think, Zach? At least. At least. So this is my goal. That's my plan. And I'm telling you ahead of time. There's no secret to it. This, this is what I'm going to do. So we'll see what happens. All right. So, And, you know, the key to doing this is complying. You walk into the building. They say, no, you can't carry. You leave. Continue on. You document it. And that's all you can do. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to get arrested. <laughs> okay. Not going to go to jail because if that happens, then I'm no good to you. Okay. So that's important. So we're going to see what's going on with this. Now, let's go to what's my next case? I want to talk about not that one. We talked about the naked man. We covered Arizona. Oh, also talk. in Austin, there was a kid that killed a guy with a baseball bat. Really? Yeah. Where's that story? Is it in our in our in our list there of things we're talking about? 
Uh, might not be. Okay. I do want to talk about the Cincinnati, though. Uh, the Cincinnati... Um, Cincinnati uh, FBI field office. So that was the, the big thing that happened this week, right, uh, Gary? Yeah, there was a guy that was, he had a gun, I believe, and he was threatening to shoot the building, and then he did shoot it with a nail gun, and they chased him down and arrested him or something wild like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't So a man fired a nail gun into an FBI field office in Cincinnati on Thursday before he was killed by officers was at the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th. Uh, two officials familiar with the matter identified the suspect as Ricky Walter Schiffer. Officers fatally shot the suspect after failing to negotiate with him. And an Ohio State Highway Patrol spokesman, Lieutenant Nathan Dennis, uh, told you know the news media outlets. The man raised a gun and officers opened fire. And it wasn't clear whether he fired, but Dennis said, nor was it clear who fired the fatal shot. The man was pronounced dead at the scene, which Dennis described as a role area of Interstate 71. No officers were injured, and a motive still is under investigation. And the two officials said Schiffer appeared to have posted in recent days about his desire to kill FBI agents at the former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence was searched. Earlier, two law enforcement uh, sources said a man armed with an AR-15-style rifle got into inside the FBI building, FBI building there and fired a nail gun toward personnel before he fled in the car. FBI Cincinnati said in a statement that an armed subject had tried to breach the building's visitor screening facility at 9.15 a.m. And the breach triggered an alarm and the person fled onto the interstate, according to the statement they released. Authorities closed the highway in both directions because of the standoff. The emergency management agency in Clinton County said Dennis said that just before 10 a.m., the suspect exited the highway, got out of his car a white crown Victoria in open fire on officers. The officers tried to negotiate with him throughout the day. And then it said adding after a time, the negotiations failed in an effort to take him into custody. Officers fired less lethal munitions. Dennis said, and shortly after 4 PM, the suspect raised his gun and officers fatally shot him. According to the officials on the scene. Um, so, hmm. so the FBI is investigating Schiffer's social media and whether he had ties to right-wing extremism. extremist groups. Yeah. Yeah, so if he ever posted the Gonzalez flag Ugh. on his Facebook or social media, then you know what? He is then, according to their memorandum, mm -hmm. an extremist. Well, and they can then say that this guy was an official right-wing extremist. And then they can use that as fuel to say that what they're what their what they their, their package of symbols they say is extremism is true. Yeah. Uh -huh. When really he could just be a lone psycho. I mean, he's. It doesn't seem like he's affiliated with any specific group or militia. Gun? Yeah, he sounds like a real bright bulb. <laughs> this could just. Be, this could also be totally fake. You know, this could be one of those FBI false flags. He's dead. There's no real evidence. You know what I mean? I read that uh, ten percent of the population is so dumb <laughs> that the military won't even conscript him. Like, even the U.S. military is like, sorry, you're too stupid. Come on, man. Come on, you know? man. And that's 10% of the population. What's that, 30 million, that's 35 million people? That, mean, that means they didn't do well in ASVAB, which is the test that you take to enter in the military. Uh-huh. Or their IQ is below 70, Just which is mentally retarded. Well, 100 is the average. The only right? test, the test is That's gonna... what they say, but I think the actual average IQ, the bell curve, the, it, the average is supposed to be 100, but I think in the United States it's lower. You know, I'm actually going to look this up. 
Yeah, it's the ASVAB. So they when they took the ASVAB, their score was too low. And they said, nope, you're not mm-hmm. military material. Too low on the, on the test. And if the military won't take you, you're done. That's saying something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the average IQ in the U.S. Don't, is 98. Don't, actually 90. two points below. <laughs> don't email us. <laughs> don't call. Don't leave any messages. You know, it is what it is. Judge my physical and mental fil- my physical as well as my mental fil- fitness. <laughs> uh, so over in Savannah, Georgia, three men serving life in prison for Ahmaud Arbery's murder were again handed lengthy prison sentences Monday on federal hate crime charges. Travis McMichael, who fatally shot Arbery, will serve his federal sentence of life plus 10. His father, Gregory, who had initiated the deadly pursuit of the, jack- the jogger, will serve life prison plus seven. Their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, will t- who took a video of the killing, was sentenced to 35 years in prison. They will serve the federal sentence concurrently with the state time. The judge denied each man's request Monday to serve his sentence in federal prison. And in February, a grand jury uh, found that the three men who, who are white violated Aubrey's civil rights and targeted him because of his race. Um, although the men are alleged are already serving life sentences. The additional punishments mark an important moment for the civil rights section of the Department of Justice and an important uh, moment of the federal judiciary. So uh, I, honestly, I think it's just a waste of money, you know, because they already they already have life. So it's not like they, you know, they die and they're going to come back anyway. So why why spend this money on the on the federal side? I just didn't understand the concept of that. Make an example out of them. Yeah, we're going to kill you. You're gonna die in prison, and then we're gonna wait. And then you come back to life. We're gonna make you die again. That makes no sense whatsoever. So it's, it's to me, it's just a waste of money. Well, life does not mean for the rest of your life. It doesn't. What does that mean? Twenty five years. Twenty five. So it's twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't even make sense. How does that make sense? That's not life. Life is the rest of your life. Well, the so they still there's a chance they can still get out. Yeah, we need to get to bring yeah. the death penalty back for that guy too. So 40, 50, The naked 60, uh, insurance rapist, the McMichael brothers, uh, they need a death penalty. Um, who else? Let's make a list here. Florida has death penalty. How come they get death Yeah, it just isn't used enough. Georgia. You know? Georgia. Does Georgia have a death penalty? Probably. Georgia. Texas does, and we barely use it either. Yeah. It is Georgia. It's like, that's the only thing that China does right. What's that? It's, they use death penalty a lot. Georgia does not have death penalty. China? Ge- what? Really? I'm surprised. At all? Uh, I don't know about that. Georgia's weak. Weak. Like Texas. Texas, yeah. We'll, we'll oh, actually it does. But this uh, Google search result says Georgia ruled all states' death penalty statutes unconstitutional. Hmm. All right. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about the Capitol Barricade. We're going to talk about Austin. Man, there's some crazy stuff going on in Austin, Texas. We're going to go back to Georgia again. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so a man drove uh, drives into Capitol Barricade before shooting himself, according to the authorities. So this man 
drove his car into a Capitol barricade, fired several shots into the air early Sunday morning, and authorities say uh, when officers approached him and his car, which was engulfed in flames, he ended up shooting himself. You know, and and you know what? This is all this is all because of this raid on Mar-a-Lago. I'm telling you right now. Don't call me. Don't email me. It is what it is. Uh, this this thing has triggered some crazies out there, and you know we there there are people that are out there that are just just nuts. And because of you know they I guess they feel that you know President Trump is being mistreated. You know they're just doing some crazy stuff now. What do you think about that, Zach? Mm. Uh, you don't want to mention. You want to talk about it, huh? <laughs> I played the fifth. You know, uh huh. Gary, what do you think? Uh, yeah, they uh, there's crazy people out there, Michael. A lot of them are in the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy Carr commented on our YouTube video and uh, made the distinction that federal life sentences are for life, and they last until. Uh, the the president gives you a pardon or the person's dead or oh. you get exonerated. So that's why the federal was more important. A state life sentence is 25 years and you can get out, uh, you know, for good behavior much earlier than that and get paroled. Okay. But a federal life sentence, you're in there until you're dead. Okay. All right. Thank you, Billy, because that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Now that now. Thank you, Billy. That's right. Because I don't know everything and I don't claim to know everything, you know, but that that makes totally sense now. So because to me, it seemed like it was actually a waste of money. So now I can see they want to make sure these people do not ever, ever, ever leave. Get out of jail. Right, right. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. All right. Well, thank you, Billy. I appreciate that that clearing that up for us because we didn't have an attorney on the show here to give us that information. Yeah. So, man. Where's um, Edwin Walker when you need him? Am I right? Right. Come on, Edwin. All right. So let's go back to Georgia. All right. So back in Georgia, um, this guy here, let's see. Uh, this is. Five officers are suspended in West Point, Georgia, after being caught on camera. You know, and I don't know if we can. I don't. I don't know. Can we play the video? We probably. Uh, we. So we can't play the video. We've already gone through our last break. Gosh, dirty. Why can't we play the video, Mike? All right, but you can see it's, the video. Yeah, he's running on the stream. So go yeah. to YouTube and watch the show at YouTube.com/slash Come and Talk It. Maybe when we go off air, we can play the video. Well, he he's. He yeah. is playing it. Yeah. It's on the stream. I know, no. But they can hear it. I want them to hear. Oh, you Oh, okay. He just said it five times. Dude, I'm on, you know, look, I'm just slow and I have dementia. Okay. So, all yeah, right. So, you're in another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're on the radio, you can't hear it. But if you're listening, you're watching it on YouTube, you're watching it, you know, somewhere else, and then you can see the video. So, five officers are <laughs> suspended. Shut up. Five officers are suspended. Just shut up. <laughs> Oh, boy. Technology. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Five officers are suspended in West Point, Georgia, after being caught on camera using the N-word while looking for a suspect at his mother's residence. (laughs) Oh, man. One of the officers is then seen throwing her doorbell camera in the bushes, not realizing there was another camera above. (laughs) (laughs) Took the doorbell camera off the door and threw it into the bushes? They're just stupid. (laughs) The cops? Did yes. It? Yeah. What? Yes. See, not. this is why we need to have a higher standard for police officers. Wow. They're just stupid. Because, and I'm not saying that I want I want cops getting away with saying the N word, but I am saying that <laughs> that is the dumbest thing 
<laughs> I've heard uh, that the police did in a long time. You should be. That mm. mean, your integrity is down to zero. <laughs> they took the doorbell camera and threw it in the bushes. Right. Okay, there's another one. <laughs> as if, as if the person can't check their cloud and see the video of the police throwing the doorbell camera into the bushes. <sighs> what? Yeah. Integrity. And there was another camera. Excuse me. Every case that every case that you've brought forward, <laughs> I'm questioning now from, from, from forever, right? forever and ever. Yeah. Every case. Oh, crazy. Oh, just dumb. Anyway. Wow. You, you got you to look at, yeah, you definitely got to look at that video and listen to it. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, Let's see. What else? Let's go to Austin, Texas. Right. Oh, boy. You ready for this one? Texas, baby. I know, I know. So Austin, Texas, an 18-year-old was charged with first-degree murder after a shooting on East 7th Street that left one, per- one person dead, another injured, according to the Austin Police Department. Right now, Austin Police said the shooting happened on the 500 block East 7th Street near the intersection of Natchez Street at approximately 2 a.m. Okay? Only thing that's outside at 2 a.m. in the morning are what? Gary I, and who else? Well, I was told by Casey not to say anything <laughs> okay, of no, the sexual on. nature. So Okay, moving on. Yeah, this right. seems to be a recurring theme on 6th Street. 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. So, folks, what do you think you shouldn't do? Don't be on 6th Street at 2 a.m. Because it always happens. So when officers arrived, they found a man with gunshot wounds and took him to the hospital. They later found, later found a second man lying on the ground unresponsive with several gunshot wounds. APD identified him as... I'm not pronouncing his name. Mr. Thompson, 20 years old. He died at the scene. Now, Nathan Ramirez, 18, was charged with first-degree murder. Now, check out this idiot. Nathan Ramirez, uh-huh. this dum-dum. Okay. Okay. The Texas said Ramirez was arrested one hour later after the murder with a gun from a separate incident. So this guy had a shooting Oops. earlier. He mm-hmm. leaves then goes to somewhere else, gets in another altercation an hour later. Look, I've shot someone. I've shot two people, killed one person. I think I'm going to go home because I'm going to call it a night. You know what I'm saying? No, he didn't do that. He didn't call it a night. Dumb, dumb here. Goes in somewhere else and commits, an- you know, has another incident. Are you stupid or something? So then at this other incident, he gets arrested, you know, because of this second incident here. And he said... Oh, let's take a look at your gun that you're illegally carrying. Let's do a test on your gun that you're illegally carrying. Oh, hold on. This gun was used in the crime that was committed an hour ago. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, these people, they don't think you're stupid. They know you're stupid, okay? You're definitely stupid. <sighs> so the detectives said Ramirez was arrested one hour after the murder with a gun from a separate incident. He had been charged in that case with a second-degree felony possession of a controlled substance and with Class A unlawful carrying of a weapon. He was released on Monday, August the 8th. The gun in Ramirez's possession was positively identified through analysis and comparison as the murder weapon. On Wednesday, August the 10th, an arrest warrant was issued for first-degree murder for Ramirez, members of the U.S. Marshall Lone Star Tax Force, APD Tack and Tell unit located in arrest of Ramirez at 800 block of East Slaughter Lane, South Austin. <sighs> and see, every time I read these stories, then I have to go through my books and say, oh, God, please, 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 he didn't buy the gun from us. Please, he didn't buy the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Well, he's 18, so could he have bought a no, pistol from not a, not a handgun, no. Mm. So, yeah. 
And I'm just like, man, I wish they would release the serial numbers of these guns. So I was like, please, please, I don't want that gun. I don't hope that gun wasn't transferred through my shop. Mm-hmm. Please, please, I don't, want that, I don't want that gun to be transferred through my shop. Yeah, well, so, most of those guns that these types of criminals are using are stolen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this 18-year-old used these guns. Was it one gun or two, Mike? Do you know? Uh, this is one gun. So one gun. He right. used that gun for uh, a couple shootings. On Wednesday, another 18-year-old, Jose Alberto Lopez Maderos, mm-hmm. he used a baseball bat and nice. brutally beat Josue Salazar to death, a 40-year-old Ooh. at a convenience store. 40? On Kramer Lane. <gasps> oh, that's North Austin. It's the 47th homicide so far this year. You're all. Hey. Uh-huh. Come on, let's catch up with 2021, baby. Um, What was that guy's name again? Which one? The first one. It was like six names in a row. Jose, Jose Alberto Lopez Maderos. Oh, do you know him? Does <laughs> that ring a bell? Is that one of your no, buddies? No, no, no. I just, what? I just, uh, don't just, you, just don't, so weird. Don't, it sounds like, don't mm. say nothing racist. Oh, come on. What? That's I, what you, the way you thought I was going with it? Yeah, I know you. That <laughs> is a true fact. <laughs> what? Yeah, we know you. Good God. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> it's they're, they're jokes. Right, if I ever say anything like that. All right, so here, here's here's a fact for you. Okay, so you know that if, if someone's 18 years of age, they're 18. You know they can become an armed security guard in Texas at 18 years of age and be certified to become an armed security guard wearing a uniform, carrying a gun, level three, a handgun, level three security officer. <sighs> but guess what? They can't purchase the handgun. What? Because you can't buy a handgun from a gun store until you turn 21. So it has to be the uh, the agency that so they supplies have to, them the handgun? So they have to get it as a private sale or as a gift. What they can be a security world? officer at 18, carry a gun. You can't buy it from a gun store. But an 18-year-old can have a gun as a private sale or gift. As a private sale or as a gift. Dude, That's some right. of these gun laws that are being created by these liberals are so ass-backwards. They don't make any sense. I, know. I tell you what, man, we got this stuff we're going to talk about next week. Next week, I got a little treat for you. Going to bring someone inside the studio here. But you know what? Like I always say, it's always more guns equals less crime. Go out there and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talking with Michael Cargill. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 